This is Ryan and Michelle, and welcome to the Celebrate Marriage Cast, where we hope to restore and reclaim godly marriages through honest and real conversations. Welcome to episode three. We are Ryan and Michelle, and it's so great to be with you here today. We are continuing with our Red Flags in Marriage series. We did a episode last week about the um, the danger of drift and what that looks like with um, just not being intentional every day in your marriage and how that drift is such a slippery slope um, and how it really over time can lead to really large gaps that yeah. are really, uh, I don't want to say irreconcilable, but really hard to get back to. Right. So being aware of that every single day in your marriage. And today we're talking, Ryan, about the second red flag and we're going to talk about a topic of settling. And I think that that term paints a really vivid picture if you just think of like, I don't know, just like a house settling or just um, even just the word settle, to be complacent. Um, people fall into this trap of settling for an average marriage. They think that this is the way it is. This is just what I have to settle with. This is how it's always been. And the way it's always going to be is just kind of the lot that I was dealt and I'm going to have to to live with it. But we want you to understand that you have a choice, that um, you don't have to settle. And marriage right. is something that needs to be continually worked on, but you don't have to settle for an average marriage. You don't have to settle for status quo. And the scripture we picked out for you guys for today was 2 Corinthians 5. It says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And I think what's so beautiful about that is that every day you have a new chance to build your marriage, to become anew, that maybe you grew up witnessing an unhealthy marriage, but that doesn't have to be the case for your marriage. Right. Like you're created anew and we have a new chance to do that. Yeah, absolutely. It is a choice. I, I, I really firmly believe that's a choice that— that um that we have every day to to just sit be complacent settle for an average marriage check out mm. put it on cruise control if you will and just let it go yeah you know but that's what we want to talk about today and and honestly this is a this is a topic that really fires me up i i get really I get really excited about this topic um, because I see it so often. You actually came to me and you're like, Michelle, I like, is this okay? Like, I don't, I don't want to like hammer too hard. And I was like, well, like, you know what? But we want this podcast to be real. We yeah. want it to be authentic. And we both agreed that, you know what? This message, we we talked about it. We prayed on it. And this message is is going to be, we're going to go forward with it. So yeah, yeah absolutely. it's going to be good. <laughs> absolutely. So I, I kind of want to preface this. I, I read a book several years ago that just had a really lasting impact on me. Uh, the, the book is Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. And it, it absolutely just, I don't know, did something to me. It, it, it was really impactful. And, and there's, there's really three core like beliefs that he has. Now, that book is primarily, primarily geared more towards men. And so, Part of this uh, is is principles from from that book that are that are maybe geared towards men, but I I think they're really universal. Yeah, I think so too. And there is a, a counterpart to that. It's called Captivating. It's by his wife Stacy Elridge, and he co-authored it with her. And I'll talk a little about 
that in a little bit here too. But I think you're right, Ryan. These these apply to everyone. Yeah. So, so part of uh, and and again, I, I'm not I'm not picking on you guys, but one of the things that that Michelle you said to me uh, a while ago, and I don't I don't remember when, but it, it was something along the lines of of really the way that I come home will dictate the rest of our evening. Yeah. And so that's that's part of why. I, I think that's true in a lot of situations. And so that's part of why I, I, I get fired up about this. It's part of the reason why like, I want to talk about this. And, and I'm going to talk to the men uh, listening. Uh, and, and like I said, it, it is universal, but it might seem like I'm, I'm you know, gearing this towards men. But it's, it's just something that is, is really true in our, our household. And so I, I really want to just kind of dive through. There's, there's really three topics that 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 John Eldridge talks about and it's really these three core like beliefs of the masculine heart. And we're just going to take each one and kind of dive in and and kind of apply that to this topic of settling. The the first one that that he references is every man in his heart wants a battle to fight. Mm. That's interesting. You think of little boys on the playground and I remember one year in preschool I'm just going to jump in and prove this point yeah. that that's so spot on. One year in preschool, Thomas dressed up as Iron Man and I went in to help with a classroom party. And they had a class as primarily boys in their class. There were like 20 boys and like two girls. And I think all of them, except for one boy, they're all dressed up in superhero costumes. Right. I think the other one was maybe like Mario or, you know, like a video game character, but they were all these warriors. Right. Absolutely. And I, I think, I think that's who God made us to be. And mm-hmm. so, Part of the the you know as as we tie this into to settling, I, I think this battle to fight uh, men in particular don't stop fighting, don't stop fighting for the things that matter for your marriage, for your wife, for your family. You know, we we spend so much time fighting about things that don't matter. Sure, it's it's almost like there's been this replacing of I'm gonna fight over this topic that really isn't irrelevant, like start fighting for your family. Start, start lifting up your spouse, you know, with your words, with your actions, with the things you do when you're in public, you know, this is a topic that we've talked a lot about. And it's something that drives me absolutely bonkers is when I hear people degrading men, degrading their wives. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think women do that too. Sure. Yeah, you know, like I'm thinking of we're in some different sports leagues, and um, even you know, if I were to do something with my friends now, I think I think we've referenced this before too. Like I don't hear a ton of it because I feel like people know that I won't tolerate that, and I'll, right. I'll shut it. I'll shut it down. But um, to hear to be in different some different groups and circles, and to hear like the things that women are saying about their spouses, whether it's you know, going for an appetizer after work or whatever. It's like, it's so heartbreaking to hear some of the things that they're saying and it's so negative. And I think one of the things that we've done in our marriage is try really hard. And I don't just try, we don't, we just don't talk ill of one another. If I have something I need to discuss with you, I'm going to go to you and talk about it. But I think for two reasons, that does damage to your marriage first. Um, I mean, really it's, is gossip and is tearing your spouse down. But I think when you verbalize that and when you say and you talk ill of your spouse, 
with your friends? Like, what are they going to do? Are they going to, are they really going to stand up for your husband? Or are they going to take your side? They're going to take your side. Right. And that's going to like yeah. fuel the fire. You're going to get more like riled up. And it's, it's actually, I don't think it's going to do any, any good unless there is like, maybe it's like an accountability type friendship where right. your friend is iron sharp and iron and they're going to push back and say, look, Michelle, actually, like, did you think about it this way? Maybe Ryan didn't mean it like this when he said that. Maybe he just was saying whatever. And then I'd say, like, oh my gosh, like you're right. But in in this context, I'm giving, I think talking to your girlfriends and, you know, kind of venting or whatever is so unhealthy because it also plants that seed in your heart and it leads to like a callousness right. and like a bitterness, you know, where it just grows. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that happens often. You know, I it, again, I, I see it with with men a, as well, may, maybe differently, but sure. The 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 thing that drives me, and this is a, a topic again that we've talked about this a lot, is is when I hear guys talk about like, oh, my old lady or the ball and chain, and, yeah. and like those those words, I it just drives me bonkers. Yeah, um, you know, I I just. Like what lady actually dreams and aspires when they get married to someday be a ball and chain? Right. Mm, right. None. Right. Zero, right? Yeah. Or, um, you know, I think we heard this recently. We had, a, um, you know, some acquaintances that one of the, I think it was the wife was out of town and they're like, oh, when does so-and-so get back? And they were like, oh, sooner than I'd like, you know? And I'm like, man, just saying those things. Like right. maybe, maybe they were joking, but I think there was probably some weird truth in that too. And it just, it was like cringeworthy for me, you know? So that's that's a good point. Yeah. So again, don't, don't stop fighting. It is, we're in a battle. I I mean, obviously I I think as we see this marriages are, um, are are under attack. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's, I think that's inside of us. I think men and women like don't stop fighting. Yeah. It's such a, such a core core part of of who we are it's just a matter of picking picking the right fight if you will yeah so uh the the second we'll kind of jump in here the the second kind of core core belief that that he talks about is an adventure to live and and i think the 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 question is you know when's the last time you looked at your marriage as as an adventure yeah you know as something to to exciting something that that you know is this wild quest this wild ad- adventure you know it's so easy to check out it's so easy to you get home at the end of the day and i get it right you're tired you worked all day to sit in front of the tv and have that be your life sure you know we've all heard the statistics on tv watching you know the 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 thing that i want to and and again, I'm not picking on anybody because uh, the the example I'm going to give, I love football. I absolutely love football. But if that is your weekend, if Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, all you do is sit in front of the TV and and watch football, you're watching your life go by. You're a spectator of your own life. Mm. That say that again. That's that's good. You know. And it's, spectator of your own life. Yeah, and it's just, it, yeah. it's it, again, it's so easy. And and you know, and again, I'm not saying that football is bad. I'm not picking on that. It's just, 
it happens so often. Sure. Or maybe when that's the norm, when right. that's every day. I mean, it's fun to sit and watch a movie or a show or something, but is that more often than not? Right. Yeah. I think, you know, I was talking about the companion book to that, Captivating. It was really geared towards women. And um, the theme of it really is, and I'll read this first, it says, Every woman longs to be romanced, to play an irreplaceable role in a heroic adventure, and to have a beauty all her own to unveil. And I think that part about playing an irreplaceable role in a heroic adventure really coordinates and, like, complements what you said well. And, like— I feel like in our relationship, when we do things out and about, like you come alive. Like if we go hiking or if we're on some kind of a quest or adventure, whatever it is, and that your adventure could be, you know, exploring a new, I don't know, a a new city, just pick a direction. We've done that before. Like, hey, where do you want to go? North, south, east, west, and away we go. But like, what can like light a fire in, in your spouse and then let like, I feel like I come alive when you're on that because I, I feel like you're so excited by, you know, these adventures and your adventure can be whatever your personalities are like and whatever your interests and hobbies are, but being a companion in that, in that adventure. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's great. So the, the last kind of core belief that, that he talks about is, you know, for, for the, the, the masculine side and Michelle, I think you just said it for, for, the, the feminine side is a beauty to rescue. I, I'm going to say a few things here on this topic in particular because it's it's something that that is you know again that that I'm very passionate about, and it's some things that I, I think maybe a lot of men don't want to hear, but I think needs to be said. And so, you know, the the key on this that I'm going to just say is don't. Don't stop pursuing your wife. And, and I mean that in any and every way possible. You know, don't stop dating her. Don't stop connecting. Don't stop being intimate. You know, and, and we talked about that last week. I, there's different levels of intimacy. You know, I'm not talking just physical, but I, I think part of to speak to that, I think that's become a major problem. Uh, in our society, it, it's a major problem with men right now. Is that I, I think, I think we've settled for a cheap imitation of intimacy. Hmm. You know, we've settled. Um, you know, I and, and again, I, I'm not speaking to every man here. I'm just, I'm just speaking generally of. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of men have settled for this cheap imitation, whether it being pornography, whether it being the affair, because it's easier. Right? They they stop pursuing their wife. They stop they stop putting in work, and they settle for this imitation that God never designed. Perceivably easier. Perceivably easier. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and so it's just it's it's something that that I, I think a lot of men ha- have done. Yeah. And it's it it really is heartbreaking to me. Um, that that's that that's the case. Yeah, I think Ryan, when we were talking about this in preparation for it, we talked about kind of reflecting back on our marriage. And I remember when we were dating, I had brought up the topic of 
like, what do you think, you know, like the Bible says about this and that where we're talking, I think I kind of freaked you out because we like, I started asking these questions. They're like, oh my gosh, where are you going with this? (laughs) Um, But we talked about pornography and I just had shared like, gosh, that like, that really is like harmful. You know, when we were, we were just dating at the time and um, I remember the next day I'd come over to have dinner with you guys. And I remember you had like, it was almost like a fireproof moment with like the movie. I don't know if the listeners have ever seen it, but basically I think, I don't know, what was the husband's name? Caleb. I don't know why it's coming to me, but like yeah, the, the husband in the yeah. movie, like was so convicted of this. He like threw his computer back in the day when there was like a big laptop computer, um, desktop computer. He threw it out in the lawn, but it was kind of that moment where you like had your laptop, you got, you got rid of it. You like changed your password and you just were so convicted of like like not realizing before like wow that really is taking away um from my future relationship with Michelle and really like what you said Ryan a cheap imitation you know it's a cheap imitation and um it it also like rewires your brain too so like there's there's so much to it but um but yeah and then as we were talking about that the thing that I think it's really important for women to understand is that like if your husband then is like, you know, honoring you in that way, like we also need to meet their needs. Like we, we need to connect. And you had said something last night, Ryan, that I thought was so impactful. You said that, you know, ladies, if we are rejecting our man, like we are essentially forcing them into some kind of a choice of sin. Right. And I would say that, I mean, you do have a choice. It's not like I'm making you do anything, but we're really not leaving them with um, healthy options. Right. You know? Right. I guess I should be careful because it's not, I mean, I think the, the man that is making that choice, but like we we need to like help support them in providing, how do I want to word it? Like healthy boundaries and right. health, a healthy relationship context so that they can continue in that purity. Is yeah. that a good way to word it? Yeah, Do you want to explain so. on that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, and, and it was, it was a pastor. I think it was, it's Craig Rochelle, a life church in Oklahoma that said that of, of just really the only other option is sin. Mm. When it comes to physical intimacy. And, and again, I, I know that, there's different situations and and we're, we're not we're not diving into those specific things but just as a general topic you know i i think i think unfortunately i think that's a lot of what happens is i think for men as they pursue their wives and it's rejection 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 that then they give up and you know go, going back to to our story you know some of that was was just a, a choice and it, and it was a you know in that moment for one i saw how much it hurt you and two to make a choice that i'd rather pursue you mm-hmm. than this invitation and, and so that that was kind of that that moment of of really understanding the the pain that, that that caused you and also to to make that choice of not i'm not gonna settle yeah i'm gonna continue to pursue you 
as as long as I as long as I can, you know. Yeah. And and I think I think that's so important to not, you know, men and I'm speaking to you is is to not give up. Yeah. Because it's it's such an important part. It's an important part of marriage. It's an important part of what God designed. And the and that connection is very holy and very spiritual time. And and to not not give up on that. Yeah, it's good. I was trying to think about how we how that conversation even came up back then, but I think it was probably along the lines of like my own insecurities of body image, you know, and like I went through a season where it was really rough. And I think I had been sharing that and I think I'd made a correlation to like you know, it's so tough, like, what our world puts out there because I literally feel like I can't compete. Yeah. And that was how we got in that conversation. And you were like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't I don't want you feeling like it's, like, you're having to compare yourself to the world. You know, like, you're right. amazing how you are. And I, I think that was how it came up, like, in this discussion. And that was one piece of it where I was like, I just, like, so, like, unrealistic. Like, you know, um, you know, but being content, and I'm just content, um, but being proud of who God created me to be and being grateful yeah, absolutely. for the, the body and the skin that I live in. Yeah. And not like, not, uh, you know, not wishing that I was made differently. Like God knew exactly what he was doing. So the fact that I can own that and like you see and honor that beauty, you know, goes back to the whole thing with the captivating link yeah. that you can be captivated by it. Yeah. It means a lot to me. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think a lot of Michelle women have that insecurity? Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's why they make, you know, like leggings with like extra compression and, um, sure. you know, I mean, here, I'm just thinking like all the things, all the services that like the typical woman gets done, like the waxing, the eyebrows, the eyelashes, the nails, the hair, like <laughs> it's a, you know, like right. quadrillion dollar right. industry, like all <laughs> right. the things, the tanning, the the lotions, the the big thing in my circles right now are like frownies. You wear these things. They're not a paid sponsor. I shouldn't even have said their name. <laughs> <laughs> they should be, um, you know, like you slap these like things on your forehead when you sleep so you don't get frowns on your forehead and you have like, like all these stickers on your face and like these serums, like for sure. And yeah. like, and I will say like some of that's just for me, like I want to feel good about myself, right. but I think society definitely feeds into that. You know, yeah. you see it on Instagram, we see it on social media. You you want to be you want to be enough, yeah. right? Yeah. But again, that I mean, we have to base our identity in who God says we are, not who the world says we are. But yeah. there's a lot of competing voices out there for what right. we should look like. Right. Yeah. 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 Good question. And I I mean I I say that also to 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 kind of set this up of of men like recognize that. Yeah. And you know, in in regards to you know, not not just settling in of of you know, like recognizing like if if your wife is is trying really hard yeah. to to do these things to to recognize that and say, "Ooh, you look really good!" Like you know, give her a compliment. Yeah. You know, every every woman wants to know that she feels beautiful. Yeah. And so don't don't just settle in and just like oh i told you you're good looking once i don't need to tell you again you know i mean 
just just have that always be at, at the forefront of of try to try to compliment your spouse. You know, try to do that every single day. Yeah. If if you can, you know, to to give to give that that compliment, that extra little, you know, just nudge that that you know, I think it's super important. Yeah, it's not going to come back void. You know, no, it's just for like sure. putting putting a deposit in your marriage love tank. You know, yeah, it's absolutely. You know, yeah, you'll make their day too. Absolutely. So. Just a just a quick recap here. Again, just going to go through these real quickly. Just remember a battle to fight. Don't stop fighting. Don't stop fighting for your marriage. An adventure to live. Life is an adventure. It can be. Don't be a spectator. Get on it. Get on the quest. Get on the journey. Start living. And then lastly, a beauty to rescue. Right? In marriage, you you have a beauty. Treat her like that daily. Don't give up. Don't settle for something that's cheaper. God designed something very beautiful. Don't settle for something cheaper. So good. So good. We'll be back for 5-Minute Friday. And we thank you so much for joining us today on the Celebrate Marriage Cast. Thank you for joining us in part two of our Red Flag series. If you missed the first one, check out last week's. And if you would like further help or resources on marriage and family, visit us online at celebrate.church slash marriage. Also, if this has been helpful to you so far, would you consider leaving us a review? Um, I mean, I guess if it's good, a five-star review. If not, uh, I don't know, email the church. But um, (laughs) um, I mean, those are so important, Ryan, right? For like the algorithms and just getting seen. So if you've enjoyed uh, the first few so far and this has been helpful please consider leaving a review takes just a second would be so much um, so much help to us so thank you and have a great week Mm -hmm.